What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, with Travis Sparks. Season's over. I'm done. And Eric Fry. Like, I love the movie Draft Day. It's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. (laughs) It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to the starting lineup. It's Thursday. It's Thirsty Thursday. It's Throwback Thursday. Whatever you want this Thursday to be, we're here to help you celebrate. This is the uh, starting lineup. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you for the next hour here on uh, Terrestrial Radio. And uh, coming up uh, for you on this uh, Thursday, uh, February 9th. 2023, only a few days left of more pregame coverage for the big game happening on a Sunday. Everybody in the media world out in congregating in Phoenix. Yes. Everyone out there on Radio Row and everything. Why are we not out there? Uh, I didn't fill out the paperwork. Gotcha. Sorry. Gotcha. Yeah. Here, uh, Phoenix is happening this time of year. And yeah, it is. How ironic. <laughs> There's all sorts we'll talk of more all that. sorts of news happening from Phoenix uh, coming up, and we'll talk about it. Also, we'll hit up on some local sports. Only a few games happened uh, last night, a slow day for a Wednesday. And then we'll get set up for uh, some uh, girls basketball tonight, a last regular season games for area teams in the local area before the postseason gets going uh, coming up on uh, Saturday. And we'll also take a look at the uh, latest Associated Press polls uh, that uh, came out yesterday where our area teams rank. Did Altamont's win over Nokomis do enough to pull them ahead in the 1A polls? Well, we'll take a look at them coming up here in just a little bit. And then we'll hit up on some national sports, NBA, college basketball, the NHL, and Eric's NASCAR countdown continues in the podcast as well. Top 75 moments, according to Eric Fry of NASCAR. So we'll hit up on that and we'll also maybe take a look at uh, uh, MLB uh, as well with the uh, World Baseball Classic rosters are set to be announced uh, tonight. So uh, we'll take a look at, you know, there was uh, some people have committed to uh, playing uh, for the rosters, but uh, the uh, rosters officially become official uh, tonight because it starts in a month. First World Baseball Classic games uh, start in exactly one month. March 8th will be the first games for the World Baseball Classic. And then uh, the other day we were 50 days away from uh, opening day. We're a week away from like pitchers and catchers reporting. Ooh, yeah. Very you really nice. want If you really want to get the gears going, we're yeah, a week away. Definitely. For sure. From 
baseball. Getting ramped up. So that's a very Still waiting awesome on game. Jackson Profar to sign so we can finish our free agency <laughs> talk. But Our last one. <laughs> Who knew he'd be the standout? The last man standing. Uh. Jackson Profar. <laughs> so uh, whatever we don't get to here in the Trustle Show, we get to in the podcast in some sort of a fashion. So uh, we got an hour with you here on Trustle Radio. So uh, we need to get this thing jump started. And uh, let's uh, kick it off and uh, tip it off with first things first before we get into the show first things first and we're starting off in the NBA as today is a trade a deadline day and there was a massive bombshell that Adrian Wojnarowski dropped late at night at around midnight our time and it was a bombshell that the Lakers were trading Russell Westbrook. Yes. <laughs> About time. I'm sure LeBron was very happy. And they get another Russell, D'Angelo Russell from the uh, Timberwolves. That's so LeBron doesn't have to learn a new name. Right, yeah. On ESPN it says the Lakers acquire Russell. And I'm like, no, they didn't. They traded him away. Yeah, well, I mean, they did and they didn't. <laughs> they, they did both. And then uh, Mike Conley gets uh, swept up in there as well, involved uh, with the, the Utah yes. uh, part of that with a three-way I, deal, and he's going to Minnesota now. And I loved you know reading about Mike Conley and how he came out and warmed up with the team even though he knew he was traded. Mm-hmm. Knew he was traded, still wanted to warm up with the team to give them a sense of normalcy, a sense of senior leadership. And he's Mike Conley seems like a great dude. He's a nice guy. He seems like the nice, nicest guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they send uh, Russell Westbrook to uh, Utah, and uh, they may not stick around very no. long, or may not even play a game in a Jazz uniform. His contract might be uh, bought out, and then uh, the suitors. Would be uh, coming out of the uh, woodwork, and uh, the Bulls might be involved. Sweet in home, that. Chicago. <laughs> so get ready uh, for that, Chicago. You want to see less IO and more Russell Westbrook? Mm-hmm. Get ready, Chicago. <laughs> but of course, the the big news uh, is uh, that uh, Kevin Durant is on the move, and we said that Phoenix was popping. It really is. As uh, KD is going to the Suns. How about that? <sighs> the big three. In Phoenix, all right. There, there's guess a big Travis, four. We could literally spend an entire hour just on this. Yeah, because there's so many different angles to take of this. Mm-hmm. Does this hurt? We talked about it uh, uh, on Tuesday. Does this hurt KD's legacy that he's teaming up with a team that just went to the NBA Finals two years ago? Hmm. He's doing the same thing he did with Golden State. Right. Yeah, I think maybe the situations are a little bit different just of how uh, the tenure was there in Brooklyn. And, you know, he kind of get did, I don't want to say dirty, but, you know, Kyrie left. So basically it was like, all right, what now? So this was kind of the only option. But again, I said, I said on Tuesday, and I'll keep reiterating it. The best thing he could have done was to stick it out in Brooklyn Mm -hmm. and be part of the rebuild there. Yeah. If you want to be considered a top five, you know, player in the league stick around for a rebuild he's never been around for a rebuild yeah no but you know his caliber i don't think he deserves to be around a rebuild well even lebron in the the early part of his career 
Those Cleveland teams weren't good. He carried them to the postseason. He did, yeah. These Laker teams the past few years have not been good, but he still stuck around. Mm -hmm. KD, stuff gets tough. I'm out of here. See you later. Yeah. Send me somewhere where I can win. I don't want to be part of a losing team. Right. That is why I'm not doing the debate today because I I heard your rant yesterday. Yeah, did you like that? I did. I liked it. Um, (laughs) But that is why KD will never be in the same league as LeBron. Mm Mm-hmm. Is because he has never had to endure tough years. Like even these Brooklyn years tough. have been pretty. I mean, they've still made the playoffs every year. Right. I think they got to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. That was it. Or maybe even the semis. Uh, so the the KD thing. I think uh. that this this makes him look even worse. Everyone who said if he goes to Phoenix and they win the finals this year, there are still going to be people who say that KD does not have a ring. And in this instance, I would agree with him. Right. Because he wanted out. He wanted to go somewhere where he could win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was supposed to be in Brooklyn. He was supposed to be uh, with their build around him, with uh, his uh, brought uh, DeAndre Jordan around, and then um, uh, paired up with Kyrie. Kyrie, And then uh, they also acquired a Ben Simmons at one point. They acquired James James Harden. Harden, And uh, this has been an absolute disaster for Brooklyn. The moves they've made have been to facilitate Durant. Mm -hmm. And now they're left going, what do we have left? Mm-hmm. Well, they got a bunch of draft picks from this. And they got a bunch of wings. <laughs> like, that's, like yeah. that, that's it. Mm-hmm. I I kind of feel bad for Brooklyn. Because, again, like, you you signed Durant. He has said nothing publicly about he wants out. He did over the summer, if you remember. Yeah. But then he said, we talked. Things are cool. It's all good. Right. I just had on sport. You just had on Sports Center yesterday about them uh, talking they about their meeting. future and yeah. that they weren't going to trade them. Yeah, apparently they are. <laughs> apparently they are. Apparently, apparently those meetings didn't go well. Apparently, uh, three players in uh, four first round draft picks uh, sweetened the deal and they uh, accepted that trade. <laughs> I I think it's a great move for Phoenix. Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's an oh, awful goodness. move for Brooklyn. Hmm. I think it's an even worse move for Durant. Yeah, I don't know if his reputation could have been saved. I think people still do hold it against him for Golden State, whether that's but both good or bad. But if he would have stuck around in Brooklyn and they win a ring in the next two or three years, mm-hmm. and he's there as the centerpiece of that team with all the with, with young talent, because, again, they got a bunch of draft picks from the Mavs in that mm-hmm. trade. Yeah. And you build around him in free agency – Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I think he, I I think that would have helped his legacy. Yeah, doing this just hurts certain. it. And I don't know. I don't think it hurts it. I don't. I don't think it helps it at all. But I, don't, I think it's already. Damaged. If they go and win another title, it will hurt his. Le- it, it, it will hurt him. He will forever be Definitely known help. as Kevin the Bandwagon Jumper Durant, <laughs> the Ring Chaser. For sure. I don't think KD's got a name besides KD, but maybe that's what it should be, the ring chaser, because he goes to these teams and he's Durant's just chasing the my rings. word is worthless. <laughs> Ooh. Because, uh, like, he signs these contracts with these teams. I'm staying here. I'm happy to be here until the next thing comes along. Until things get tough, then I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, him going to Phoenix, if they win a championship this year, he is not one a ring. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's quite the uh, switch from uh, when we first started this show. I mean, I still consider his Golden State one. He had the right. Free agency, you have the right to go to whatever team you want. Mm -hmm. But this instance, he was traded Mm -hmm. because he wanted to leave. Because he wanted to go to a winner. Yeah, These are all the things we're hearing. Yeah, I didn't want to be a part of this rebuild. Yeah. So, to me, that is worse than going somewhere in free agency. Yeah, I guess it's true. Yeah, despite the team that he joined up with in free agency was the team that won 70-some games uh, in the most in regular season history. But again, that... That's your right as a free agent to go to whatever yeah, team I, can afford you, no yeah, matter what. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, now the big three in uh, Phoenix with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and now KD. And I guess you throw Aiton in there as well. But they also acquired a TJ Warren from the uh, Nets as well. Yep. So uh, you pair those two up. And uh, uh, sending uh, back to uh, Brooklyn is Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, uh, Jay Crowder, and a four unprotected future first-round picks. Uh, first-round draft picks in 2023, 2025, 2027, and 2029, and a 2028 pick swap as well. So The Brooklyn Thunder. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Them and Oklahoma City just acquiring draft picks left and right, trying to build this through the draft. I, I don't know. If, uh, <laughs> and Mikel Bridges. And I, I heard uh, Canty and Carlin and, and, and uh, Travis, it, it makes me really question the whole super team concept. Does it work? Mm. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think it works. The only time it worked was Miami with LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, mm-hmm. where you had three superstars team up. But from the word go, it was their goal to play together to win a championship. Yeah. And they were committed to each other more mm-hmm. so than they were committed to the team or the city. Yeah. Wade, maybe. I'll say Wade was probably committed more to the Heat than the other two. But they were committed to each other more than anything of making it work. Yeah. These other super teams that team up. Yeah, they rarely work out. They rarely work out or they work out for a year. Durant and Golden State worked out for a year. Got them, you know, got a championship. The egos are too fragile to have three big players when you only have five guys on the court. Right. The egos are too fragile. Someone starts chirping because they're not getting the ball enough. And that starts mm-hmm. fracturing the relationships. Yeah, man. I think if the Durants took it out in Golden State, they could have acquired a ton more uh, championships. But, yeah. you know, KD kind of wanted to be not really the one-man show, but uh, it was Steph Curry's team yeah. in Golden State. He wanted but, to be on his team. And where yeah. did it get him? Back to the West. Yeah. Back right. to the West where Back it's not his West. team. Yeah, stacked Once West. Once again, he's not on his team. Stacked West He's going now. to Devin Booker's team. That's true. Yeah. Kevin Durant will, I, I will say it right now, Kevin Durant will not be the best player on an NBA final championship team. Not going to happen. He is not that player. Man, he's good. He's good. He's not that player. Mm. He is not going to be the best team. The best one he had was when he was in OKC, and he was the guy on that team. Harden yeah. was still coming into his own. Westbrook was still kind of coming into his own. He was the guy. And they couldn't get it done. Yeah, no. They ran into a Miami super team. They did. And And I think that's uh, what got the idea in Durant's head. I have to be on a super team. But, again, that team was different. Mm 
Bosch and Wade and LeBron had this planned out for years that they were all going to be free agents, and they all said they were going to go together. Mm-hmm. Wherever they went, they were going together. Yeah. We haven't heard that from any of these other super teams that have formed. They're not planning this years in advance. They're not saying we're going to be together. Sure. Like, even when Kyrie came with Durant, like, it again, it may have worked for six months, and then one person starts chirping. I'm not getting the ball enough. Um, and then, you know, KD was out for that entire first year yeah. because of the injury yeah. in the playoffs. And then uh, Kyrie uh, was hurt as well, I think, in KD's battle through some more injuries, yep. plus all the uh, vaccine stuff yep. that uh, Kyrie set out uh, with. So it's just been a disastrous tenure yep. and uh, a fail for the big three in uh, Brooklyn. Yep. And um, if you're you Brooklyn, got you're back to square one. The stacked West. Now uh, the Suns currently are in fifth place in the Western Conference right now. Kind of uh, bunched in there with the Clippers and Mavericks. I want to say, oh, they're gonna they're gonna improve from that. I can't say that because all the other teams out west are good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're gonna get any higher. Right? Yeah, the Kings is still three. Of course, you got Jaw and the Grizzlies, and then the number one in the West right now is uh, uh, Jokic, Jokic with uh, the Nuggets. Yeah. So. I, that's a guy who doesn't need a super team. Now, he hasn't won a championship yet. Right. He so, can acquire all these triple-doubles and these MVPs. Yeah. But, yeah. To me, like, again, if I'm LeBron waking up this morning, I'm going, oh, my gosh. I still cannot improve this Laker team. <laughs> yeah, and like I still cannot improve this Laker team. He only he only gets the spotlight for a day. Yeah, and then uh, KD gets traded. Well, he probably went to bed last night and was happy. Hours. He's like, okay, we got D'Angelo Russell. Russell Westbrook's sure. out of here. Like we're in good shape. We're gonna improve where we're at playoff wise. We're gonna get up in there. And then Phoenix goes and gets Durant. Mm-hmm. Now I'm back to being where I'm at. Right. Yep. So it's KD and now on the uh, Phoenix Suns and the uh, sports world are evolving in uh, Phoenix uh, this week. Just so so happened all those reporters were out there for this. Yeah, for sure. You got the NFL, you got the waste management there as well. So busy, busy time. And now KD going to Phoenix as well. Before we wrap up our NBA uh, trade talk, because, again, the trade deadline is today. Right. Day is the day. Mm-hmm. The Bulls have announced that they are not going to be trading anyone. They're going to keep their core together. Well, that's good. No, Travis, this is bad. Because <laughs> this is a bad team. Yeah, it's not great. It's time. Vucevic is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. He has not resigned yet. I'm not saying that there are a lot of teams clamoring for him, but I'm sure there are some teams that would like him. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to cut bait with this Bulls team. We've heard nothing but drama. We've heard nothing but, you know, unhappiness. Mm -hmm. They're not performing well. They're 26 and 28 on the year. They're they're not a great team. Yeah, underachieving for sure. I I think, and again, a lot of that goes back to the ball injury. Mm. And maybe you're hoping, hey, if Westbrook becomes a free agent, we can get him here. And he can facilitate and and help in that area. Mm-hmm. And maybe he can. But I, I don't think 
that's going to be enough. I think you're going to yeah. be in a – the best Chicago can do right now is a playing game. Mm-hmm. That's the best. Yeah. May you get to the playing game and just see what happens. I, I guess so. But so. if it was me, I would be looking to make some trades if I was Chicago. Um, but as of last check, it doesn't look like they're bringing anyone in or having anyone leave. So um, do have some news for you. Uh, okay. Milwaukee Bucks are acquiring Drake, Jay Crowder in a trade with the Nets for five second-round picks. So the next Nets are getting five second-round picks now from the Bucks. So Jay Crowder is heading to Milwaukee. Oh my gosh! They are just they they are just. And speaking of our friends the Thunder, uh, the Celtics just made a trade uh, for Mike uh, Muscala from Oklahoma City. I would assume that yep, they're sending Justin Jackson and two second-round picks to OKC. So OKC sees the Nets picking up uh, draft picks and says, "No, we're the draft pick team. We need to get more draft picks." So. Hmm. Wow, Jay Crowder. And the Blazers are telling Dame Lillard that he is not available. Or they're telling teams that. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> so, trade deadline for the NBA off and rolling. And it got off to I'll a keep checking. Don't worry. big bang last night with the KD trade. So, let's step away and uh, let's talk about some uh, local basketball. Only a couple games happened last night. And we'll get you set for the final regular season girls basketball games. Coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10th, 2023 may be paid back to August 10th, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at pekininsurance.com And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Oh, want better visibility to get you through the winter? A new pair of premium wipers can help. Right now, you can earn a $10 bonus reward when you buy a pair of Rain-X Quantum Wiper Blades. See better and stay safe on the road all winter long. Get the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Offer available to AutoZone Rewards members. It's the final days to save big store-wide at the Truckload Event at Lowe's. Right now, get deals on select major appliances and take home what you buy same day. And save an additional 10% on all in-store clearance appliances. Plus, get savings on even more items across the store, like up to 40% off select bathroom products. Hurry and head to your local Lowe's store or visit Lowe's.com to shop the Truckload Event today. Exclusions apply. While supplies last, selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Valid 126 through 28. Why do challenge flags only exist in football? Think how useful they'd be in real life. Like when you're positive it's not your turn to walk the dog. Challenge flag. The neighbor's kid says it wasn't their ball that dented your car door. Challenge flag. Your friend paid you back, but you definitely don't remember that. Boom. Challenge flag. Imagine settling a disagreement with an instant replay. Why isn't the world like that? 
I guess it's because it's technically impossible. But it's nice to dream about. You know, one thing no one would ever challenge? Protecting your home and auto with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Chris, this needs to go to Parkville by 3. Joy to the holiday packages that keep coming at Jimenez Couriers. coming your way, but the drop-off location is changing. She needs delivery drivers with the gift of punctuality. Anyone looking to pick up some overtime? Anyone? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. And now. And uh, number one in the West, give me Vegas. All in on Vegas. Give me the Raiders winning this division with Derek Carr. The starting lineup. I might even put a flyer on Derek Carr being the MVP. <laughs> All right. Uh, Raiders. Derek Carr's trash. 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 Wow. No respect. Worst QB in the division. That's why he has a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> It'll why. stay there because he can't win the big games. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. We'll see. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9 at the Game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. Talk about some local basketball from last night. Only three games to report about from the area last night as it was Effingham. They defeated Olney by 20, 53 to 33. So now Effingham improves to a 19 and 10 on the season. And it was also a uh, North Clay over Lawrenceville, 56 to uh, 35. Now North Clay, they are. Uh, let's see here. They're on. They are 18 and 10 overall on the, mm-hmm. the season. And it was uh, CHBC uh, defeating Brownstown uh, St. Elmo, 57 to uh, 49. Brownstown St. Elmo actually had the lead 7 to 6 after one. Brownstown uh, St. Elmo had a 11 to 3 a start of the second quarter and they had the lead 20 to 13 at the half but uh, CHBC comes back there in the third quarter and only trails by three entering the uh, final quarter and then CHBC obviously uh, gets it done in the final quarter to go on to win this one the regular season finale in the NTC for uh, the Bobcats and uh, they're 18 and 10 overall and uh, finish at 6 and 2 in uh, the NTC this year. Uh, they were led by Rodman. Uh, she had 19. Hecker had 15. Wojcik with 11 and Stuckemeyer with a 10. So four girls in double figures there for the uh, Bobcats and over for Brownstown they fall to 21 and 10 and they finish 5 and 3 in, in the NTC. They were led by Myers. Uh, she had 11 and Seaball. She had 10, but those were the only double-figure scorers for the uh, Bombers there. And also, I saw that uh, Vandalia, they defeated Roxana last night, uh, 52-39. to And now the Vandals, they're 20-10. and And that's the first time that they've won 20 games since 2009, or 2008-2009 season uh, for the Vandals. So, uh, playing some uh, good ball, 20 wins on the season. So, uh, good job on the uh, Vandals. 
there last night. And that was it from uh, last night's perspective of uh, girls basketball. Uh, we do have some uh, on uh, tap for uh, tonight. We got uh, Mount Zion and Effingham, and uh, that's a uh, last one in the Apollo. As uh, Mount Zion uh, is impressive, uh, twenty and eight on the season. Uh, there and coming to Effingham. Uh, we got a St. Anthony. They're hosting a Newton in the regular season finale. A CHVC is at Ramsey. Cumberland is at Arthur Lovington. Atwood Hammond. Arcola is hosting in Neoga. Sandoval is at South Central. Casey is hosting Windsor Stew Straws. Mount Carmel is at Wayne City. And also I saw that Decatur LSA and Tri-County are matching up in the regular season finale as well. And uh, that's it for our girls basketball for this evening. Uh, well, actually, uh, I skipped it because I wanted to save it for last because it's on our airwaves over on a Jack yes. FM. It is Altamont uh, going to uh, Paris this evening in the regular season uh, finale for both these teams. Senior night there at uh, Paris. And uh, we'll have coverage for you over on uh, Jack FM. And it'll start roughly 7.15-ish. So uh, tune in uh, for that before Altamont getting the uh, postseason started on uh, Saturday. And Paris will have to wait and uh, until the start of next week because mm-hmm. they're the number one seed in uh, their regional. And like I told you before, we uh, got on uh, the air this morning that I was, remember, I was super pumped about going to that new gym. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Oh. It's at the old gym. Oh. Yep. Uh, I guess uh, a fire suppression line burst on Christmas Ooh. and left a nasty Christmas present underneath yes, the gym floor. That is very much a nasty Christmas present. <laughs> so they have to replace. It's worse than coal. Yes. They have to replace the entire gym floor oh, there man. in the new gym for Paris. So uh, they're going to play this one at a historic uh, Everland gym. And I say historic because. It literally is on the National Registry of Historic Places. Well, there you go. How many? So, how often have you done that in gyms? There you go. Not how very many historic often. places have you been to as mm, a gym? Not very often, and it was built in the 1940s. So, uh, it's kind of like going to the Hoosier gym. Kind of is almost maybe have those vibes. Yeah, they definitely don't make gyms like this anymore. But no. uh, so you take one thing, you take uh, you don't get to see the new gym, but you get to uh, broadcast in a historic venue. That's what I'm looking at it this way. That's how to you close have out to. the regular yeah. season there. And uh, so uh, Paris, of course, uh, really a tough squad yes. uh, tonight. So yes. uh, we'll have coverage for you over on uh, Jack FM between Altamont and uh, Paris. Look forward there. to it. And then in the junior high, eighth grade, a boys of basketball, we got Dietrich in the state tournament tonight. And they're going for the state championship. And it's going to be against Peoria St. Uh, Philonomy. Philomena, I don't know. Philomena, yeah, sure. That sounds a lot better than what I just said. You know what? That's okay. What I just That's said. okay. <laughs> this game it's, is it's hard. <laughs> this game is in making. So uh, seven thirty. Seven thirty. A teacher going up for the uh, state title tonight in eighth grade boys basketball and at the two A level. So are they the uh, Roadrunners? Are they? Still I think the they are the Roadrunners. Yep. All right. I think that's what they call. Let's go Roadrunners. You got this. Junior high teams. It yep. was nice on my way in uh, to work today, driving through Dietrich and seeing you know all the signs up. And, oh yeah, and they're stuff pumped like for that. that. Yeah, it's always good when a community comes out and supports. Doesn't matter if it's high school or junior high. In this case, sure. uh, a team going to state. It means a lot to those players and the, the families as well. So definitely uh, good to see the community of Dietrich rallying around them and. And hopefully uh, they can come back uh, tonight with a win. Right, yeah. Hopefully they come home with a big trophy so if back you, into town. If you're in Dietrich and you hear sirens going off tonight, 
Don't be alarmed, possibly. Yeah. They could just be celebrating a win. That's why. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So good luck at the state championship uh, tonight there in uh, Macon. And uh, let's uh, step away and we'll come back and we'll talk about the uh, Associated Press polls uh, that came out uh, yesterday and where our area teams uh, stack up there. So that's what we're talking about coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. It's here. It's here. Uh, please sign here. Yes, my brand new laptop. I love Oh, there is a scratch on the lid. Mom! Eight out of ten refurbished computers have something on the blink. So if this happens, call Worth Computer Repair. Martin can fix everything from your battery to your internal hard drive. And he'll come to you anywhere, anytime. Call Worth Computer Repair. 618-292-1002. That's 618-292-1002. Enjoy the choices of eating out with the convenience of eating at home as a family. This is Allie Weber at Modern Family Dinners. You never have to worry about recipes and shopping when you let me do the cooking. That saves you time. Preparing hundreds of meals every week I buy in quantities. That saves you money. And there's no waste because you decide how many portions. Just go to ModernFamilyDinners.com and order by 2 p.m. on Monday. Modern Family Dinners, giving you more of that precious commodity, family time. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual Pie customer. As a small business, we're always looking for ways that we can offer the quality product and get some cost savings. Meet Michelle from J.J. Fister Distilling Company, a small business in California. When looking for workers' comp coverage tailored to the company's needs, she discovered Pie Insurance. We heard about Pie Insurance being geared for a small business, gave Pie a call, and ended up switching. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you can save at IWantPie.com. Plus, with pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, which means no additional bill if your business grows. We saved about 30% off of our workers' comp insurance when we switched to Pi. It's as easy as Pi to get the savings you deserve. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote in three minutes at IWantPie.com. That's IWantPie.com. And now, so uh, who do you got in the Super Bowl? Who's the Super Bowl champ? I got the Bills and the Buccaneers, and I got until they knock them off. I got the Bucks again. They repeat as a champion. I think Josh Allen's great, but not good enough to beat the uh, supposed goat. The starting lineup. Well, Travis, I'm going to cheer you up. Are you ready? I got Jacksonville versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. St. Louis Cardinals are bolstering their bullpen as the Cardinals acquired left-handed reliever Anthony McQuesix from the Royals yesterday. St. Louis sent back cash considerations in return. The 28-year-old went 1-2 with a 4.34 in 29 innings with the Mariners and Royals last season. St. Louis designated reliever James Nail with a 4-1 loss to the LA Galaxy yesterday. The St. Louis will take on the Vancouver Whitecaps in the second contest at the Coachella Valley Invitational on Sunday. The Bulls try to get back in the win column. They visit the Brooklyn Nets at the Barclays Center tonight. The Bulls lost the Grizzlies 104-89 on Tuesday. The defeat snapped Chicago's three-game winning streak. Tonight tips off at 6.30. Another team news. Chris Haynes is reporting that the Bills would be interested in signing Russell Westbrook 
the Jazz by a mound after acquiring from the Lakers. The Heat got a signature performance from one of their star players in a 116-111 win over the Pacers in Miami as Bam Adebayo matched a season high, scoring 38 points and came within one rebound of a double-double. Jimmy Butler also had 25 points, along with seven assists for the Heat. And the Suns, as we talked about, so I'm moving on from there. The Chiefs got some good news as Patrick Mahomes spoke with the media yesterday and says his injured ankle is definitely in a better spot. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there, back with the uh, sports and That's why I need to today. edit before I do those. Well, you know, it, it'll happen. It'll happen. You just get on a roll. Just, just get talking. Yeah, and then that was a kind of a bad situation there with the Cardinals signing, <laughs> uh, signing a reliever, and then having to designate a nail for excitement on his Happy birthday. birthday. Comes to the uh, facilities, I guess, and uh, speaks with the reporters, signs some autographs. And uh, happy birthday, and oh, by the way, we're going to designate you for excitement, too. So, mm. Mm. getting a pink slip on on your birthday there. That's, that's rough for old uh, Nail. Hey, speaking of uh, baseball, I'll, uh, the World Baseball Classic rosters will be revealed later on this evening. I'll tell you about uh, some other players that are already uh, committed to uh, the USA team, Then it'll just be official uh, tonight, so we'll take a look at that in the uh, pod. But right now, you know what time it is. Time, time for, for the polls. Illinois High School Basketball polls, and it's the Associated Press polls, and uh, one of the only or one of the last polls of the season, not too long uh, to go, maybe this week and next week, maybe? I know the girls, this is the final polls. Sure. Yeah, so next week, I would assume, will be the Bulls, the the Bulls, the boys' final polls. Yeah, the same. Uh, so uh, in uh, 3A, the uh, in, we'll start in boys' basketball, or yeah, we'll... Nah, it would be better to plan this ahead of time. That's okay. Let's start off with the girls. We basketball. do it live here. Right, it's ladies first. Uh, they're in uh, class 3A. Lincoln is at a number two. They stay there at a number two. And uh, they got two uh, first place votes. Uh, Nazareth is uh, still the uh, number one team uh, there in uh, 3A. And then uh, we don't have anyone else. Galesburg, uh, they received a vote. Uh, there at uh, 1A or 3A. In a class uh, 2A, uh, we still got Quincy Notre Dame. Uh, they're still number one overall. They're 28A and a 110 points. Uh, Petersburg is still at number two. Uh, we have to uh, take a look a ways. Uh, Springfield Sacred Heart Griffin, uh, they're at a number seven. And that's where we also see tied for a seventh, but basically eighth place is Tatopolis mm-hmm. as uh, they uh, took a tumble down there after uh, taking a loss. Uh, they went from three all the way there, tied seventh, but basically eighth right. there in the polls. So uh, Tatopolis falling down in the girls' polls. Yeah, but still 24-5 and five on this season. Sure. I, I wouldn't be too concerned if I'm right. Tatopolis girls basketball. Yeah, that's right. That was the loss to Nioga yep. earlier yep. this week. Yep. And then uh, number 10, uh, Paris uh, there. So I'll see uh, the uh, number 10 team ranked in Class 2A uh, tonight. They dropped one spot uh, there, and they're 25 and a 3 mm. overall in uh, the uh, season, and they have a win over Tatopolis as well. The season and uh, Breeze Modern Day receiving seven votes uh, there, but uh, that's really it from the others. 
votes category in uh, class of 1A. Uh, Galena is still there at a number one. They're 29-1 and one on the season. Uh, Oakville is trailing them just behind them at 25-4. and four. They jumped up from a 3-2 to two there with 90 points. Uh, Brown County there at a number three at Tuscola. They drop a couple of spots with their first loss of the season this week to St. Anthony. And they're there at number four at 29-1 and one on the season. Minden Unity there at a fifth. And uh, speaking of those Bulldogs, it's St. Anthony. They're at number six. So uh, with that win against Tuscola, they jump up three spots to a number six there with 48 points at 24-5 and five for the Bulldogs. So jumping up in the polls. Uh-huh. And they also leapfrog a fellow NTC team as Nioga. They beat Topless, but I guess that doesn't move them a, a spot in the polls. And they're still set at seven there with 46 points. Only two-point difference. And I know the, the head-to-head stuff. And uh, St. Anthony won the regular season matchup in NTC Championship with Nioga, of course. But uh, Nioga still at number seven. I Yeah, that this bugs me. Would it bug you if they were tied for sixth? Yes. Because Nioga has a better record. Yeah, and that was an impressive win, uh, 1A it over was. 2A. It was. I'm not saying that the St. Anthony win wasn't impressive. No, I mean the Nioga win over Topolis. Yes. So. Yes. So, But still, St. Anthony taking down Tuscola. Who, who was undefeated. Two. Yes. So. I would have been fine with St. Anthony at seven, Nioga at six. Hmm. And keep it at a two-point separation, that's fine. But to me, twenty-seven and three at this point in the season is better than twenty-four and five. Plus, you won the conference tournament over St. Anthony. Yeah. Well, you got to look at the strength of schedule, I guess. Uh, yeah. As yeah, well. That's so, true. Um, and then uh, Father McGivney, uh, you just saw them on a Monday. They jump a yep. couple of spots in the polls, also at twenty-seven and a three. There's a large gap between Father McGivney and Nioga, though. Forty-six points for Nioga. Father McGivney, though, with thirty-one. Uh, they're at number eight. Very good team. Uh, there, yeah, they are. And uh, others receiving a votes category. Carlisle received five. Uh, Woodlawn received a vote, and Tri County received the vote as well. All right, and now we can get to uh, the uh, boys' polls. And uh, in uh, 3A, that's the only team that we have there is Mount Zion. They were tied for 10th last week. Well, they're solidly in at number 9. Uh, they're at 25-2 and two on the season. And like I mentioned uh, the other day, they are Apollo Conference champions for the first time in basketball since 2015 uh, there. And then uh, Lincoln also received a vote as well in uh, 3A. In a two-way, we still got Princeton. Uh, our Princeton's actually the new number one, as uh, they were number two last week, and they received six play- first place votes, 128 points, a 27 and one. Uh, Fairbury Prairie Central is at number two now, and uh, they're 25 and two on the season, 121 points. And I saw that the other night uh, that uh, Coach Underwood there was uh, doing a little recruiting trip at uh, Prairie Central's game. Oh. There, so. Uh, signing some autographs for the peeps. Uh, Breeze Central, they received a uh, one first-place vote, and they're at number three. They're at 23-4 and four overall, so they jumped up one uh, spot. 
uh, Sage Ogden, Samaria teams uh, saw them. Uh, they're still at number seven. And uh, Pinckneyville, they were tied for ninth last weekend. They're they're at number 10 there in uh, 2A. And in the uh, other receiving votes category, it looks like we don't have anybody. Uh, I love how we keep going every other week. Topless magically disappears, mm. uh, not only in the top 10 and also the uh, receiving votes category. So, Man, these, they just vo- vanish. these votes must get lost in the mail yeah. or something. I don't know for those shoes. Very weird uh, what, what's happening with them this season in uh, the uh, polls uh, category. And then in Class 1A, uh, we got South Fork. They're at a number nine. They were previously not ranked, and they're 24-2 on the season uh chrysler rock they slipped a couple of spots as they come in at number five with 72 points they took uh, their first loss on friday uh night it was a close loss but uh so they're 25 and one on the season uh jacksonville uh route uh, they uh, moved up one spot again uh they're at number three they're 23 and two overall uh and then one and two you got Number one, Decatur LSA, as uh, they received a seven of first place votes, are twenty four and zero on the season, one hundred twenty one points, and uh, so they stayed uh, put there at number one. And Altamonte stays at number two as well, twenty two and three, hundred and fourteen points, and they received five first place votes uh, there. So now I'm going to ask you, Travis, what is Altamonte's remaining schedule? You got Friday night mm-hmm. against Brown, uh, St. Elmo, mm-hmm. uh, Saturday against Tuscola, mm-hmm. uh, Tuesday against St. Anthony, mm-hmm. and Friday against Windsor. That's a tough schedule. Yeah, year. I mean, their entire schedule has been brutal. It has. The so, reason why I was asking is because Decatur Lutheran's remaining three games. They only have three games left. They got Oak Valley Friday night, who lost to him by 10 in the conference tournament. Mm-hmm. So I think I I do think Ocala Valley will give them a run on Friday night because mm-hmm. it's in Ocala Valley. Yep. Then they have Sarah Gordo, who is sixteen and eleven on the season. I think they could give LSA like we said. LSA is not dominating people. They're winning games, but they're not they're not blowing people out of the gym. Mm, they're dominating people that they should that they should, and they're playing close games with teams that they that are good teams. Mm-hmm. And then they end the season with Tri-County. I think LSA, if they were to slip up, Altamont will finish the year number one if they went out. Yeah. But I, I think it's going to take LSA slipping up in order for that to happen. I think right. I, I think LSA will be, will be the number one team at the end of the year if they keep winning. Seven points is a big gap. But, again, five. And, and it also depends on how, how they view Jacksonville route as well. Um Mm-hmm. No, in their remaining games, but right. I, I think the door is open for Altamont to possibly finish number one, number one in in the final polls next week. Yeah, that would be a crazy uh, number one team going into uh, the uh, postseason. But we'll see how the remaining schedule uh, shakes out. It would be tough to uh, put them even if they if Altamont wins out, they would have three losses. Decatur LSA, they went out, they would be undefeated, so it kind of would be hard for them to be no. uh, number one despite the schedule, yes. but I, I see what you're saying. Yes, if LSA loses, I, yeah. I would look at the schedule and say Altamont has played a much, much, much tougher schedule than LSA. Right. Because LSA, you know, we talked about it, it being in the, the Lincoln Prairie Conference, it's not that competitive. Right. It, yeah. it, it just isn't. So yeah. uh, I, I do think that Decatur Lutheran. It's, it's kind of like the argument that we had uh, last year, I think, with Alney, who was undefeated 
uh, there. I don't think the LIC was quite as strong as it was this year. I think Casey was down a little bit mm-hmm. uh, last year. Uh, speaking of Casey, they received eight uh, votes, and we also had uh, St. Anthony receiving uh, five votes as well in the 1A polls. So uh, not many more polls left in the season, so we got to enjoy them while we got them. So uh, that's what I take a look at this week's, and we're going to close out the show talking more basketball, and let's close it out, see what we can get to here with college basketball and the NBA from last night and what's happening this evening. All coming up next here to close out the starting lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank and Totopolis Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Auto Parts provides more than just the right parts for your repair. Our professional parts people can also offer free check engine light diagnosis. We can scan your vehicle and provide a list of possible fixes. Find the right parts for you or recommend a great local repair shop. Don't ignore your check engine light. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The football playoffs are here, and nothing beats seeing your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great NFL ticket prices, they're also the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th free. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. Receive reward credit equal to the average price of the 10 tickets purchased, excluding taxes, fees, and processing costs. See vividseats.com rewards for terms and conditions. And now, to ever be able to play in a Super Bowl in your home stadium. Thank you, five more dollars. We're allowed to say it. How many points are the Super Bowl worth? You just said it, five more dollars. Where, for people, if you had a Super Bowl, I said, legally, we are allowed to say it. I don't even want to do the show with you anymore. Anywho. The starting lineup. I think that's a lot of the appeal of the Super Bowl is that casual... Anyways, I don't know if you would do that in the Super Bowl, but I, I said it again. <laughs> is that the fourth or fifth time today? Fourth time this segment. On 98.9 The Game. Back in to the uh, starting lineup. 
here on 98.9. And the game rolling here on 98.9 for, say, a little bit longer. Let's talk about, hey, nice Illinois uh, fight song. So it's appropriate. We're not talking Illinois sports because they don't play until Saturday. Thanks to Minnesota. But uh, let's talk some college basketball here to close it out. Uh, number two, Houston just boat race Tulsa last night, 80-42. to 42. 46 to 18, they let at the half, and uh, Cougars just running away with it uh, there. So uh, watch out for them uh, coming up in the tournament. I think for Houston, I think they're kind of quietly number two and quietly been great this year. Uh, number three, Alabama also uh, destroyed Florida, almost put up 100, 97 to 269. They're the number three team beat Florida. Um, and then uh, Vanderbilt, uh, they uh, shock uh, Tennessee at the buzzer, 66 to uh, 65. So uh, number six, Volunteers going down to the in-state team of Vanderbilt. Mm. So Mm-mm-mm. Vanderbilt 12 and 12 now on the season. Tennessee, what are you doing? Yeah, losing at Vandy. Uh, Iowa State also went down last night. West Virginia got them 76-71. Baylor beat Oklahoma 82-72. It was Providence over Georgetown uh, 74-62. Creighton over Seton Hall 75-62. And it was number 25, San Diego State over Utah State 63-61 last night. And in the uh, Big Ten uh, last night, we also had a, a couple of games. We had uh, Michigan, uh, they handled Nebraska 93-72. to uh, 72. And in overtime, Wisconsin uh, defeated Penn State 79-74. to uh, 74. Wisconsin, they're outscoring uh, the Nittany Lions 11-6 in the extra session uh, there. And uh, so uh, now uh, Michigan up there in uh, second place with Indiana and Rutgers all at 8-5 and five right now. Uh, Wisconsin's win puts them at 6-7, and seven, and everyone's kind of lumped in there. Uh, Illinois, Northwestern, Iowa, 7-5. Maryland and Michigan State both 7-6 and six in the Big Ten standings right now. Uh, Iowa's got a game uh, tonight, and it's not going to be an easy task as they got uh, Zach Eady and the uh, Purdue Boilermakers there at Mackey. And so that's going to be at 6 o'clock, Iowa versus Purdue this evening. Uh, number 7, UCLA against Oregon State. San Francisco at uh, number 16, uh, Gonzaga. And we also had 15, St. Mary's against uh, Loyola Marymouth. And we have number four, Arizona, traveling to Cal to take on California. Wildcats favored by 19 in that one. Um, Produce favored by eight hmm. in this one. So uh, the only other game in the Big Ten tonight is Northwestern and Ohio State this evening. So uh, that's what's uh, happening there in college basketball. And it looks like we have uh, enough time to uh, squeeze in uh, the uh, NBA as we let off the show with the trade deadline uh, talks. But uh, what happened on the hardwood uh, last night, uh, the Cavs, they uh, beat the Pistons 113 to 285. Uh, The Wizards, they beat the Hornets 118 to 104. 
Uh, Celtics won over the 76ers, 106-99. to But it came at a, a cost as uh, Jalen Brown uh, got injured. Him and uh, Tatum collided, and uh, Tatum caught him in the face with an elbow, battling for a rebound or a loose ball. And it looks like he might miss some time with a facial injury there for Jalen Brown and the Celtics. So mm. uh, take the good with the bad there. Uh, the Heat, they beat the Pacers 116 to 1-11. Bam Adebayo with 38 points last night. Raptors 112-98 to over the uh, Spurs. Siakam almost a triple-double, 37 points, 10 boards, and 7 assists. Uh, the Kings over the Rockets 130-1-28. And the Rockets had an epic collapse there in the final seconds. So uh, the Kings uh, pull one out. Against the Rockets, uh, Timberwolves all over the Jazz, 143-118. Didn't Mike Conley get traded to the Timberwolves? Yes. So he could just switch the locker rooms there. That's why he did the warm-ups with his gotcha. team. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that yep. makes sense. Yep. Hmm. Um, since you're talking NBA, Travis, real quickly, I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about the uh, Jay Crowder uh, <laughs> to the Bucks trade. Yep. There's a third team in that as Indiana mm-hmm. is going to be part of that as well. They're getting a Jordan Nawara from the Bucks and two second-rounders in that trade. So those five second-rounders are not all going to the, to the Nets. Some of those are coming to Indiana as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. And then uh, the uh, Blazers, they beat the Warriors last night, 125 to 122. Jordan Poole at 38, but couldn't beat a Dame Lillard. Triple-double for him, 33 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists for Dame time. And Kyrie makes his uh, Dallas Maverick debut there in L.A. as the Mavs beat the Clippers 110 to 104. Kyrie goes for 24 in his debut. And also uh, they asked him in the postgame about the Kevin Durant news and I guess he said he was happy that Durant is now out of there. Mm-hmm. He says so. Uh, and I was gonna watch this game. I was gonna tune in, and then I saw Luca in street clothes. Click, click. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, but the Mavs get the win over another. Eh, I'll say another big three, but Kawhi and Paul George there. Uh, tonight in uh, the NBA, you got the Nuggets and the Magic Suns against the uh, Hawks and the Bulls and the Nets and Bucks and the Lakers. Are we still going to have that Bucks-Lakers game now? Yeah. Are we? Yeah. Yeah, we are. I figure if we were going to still cover that I mean, or not it's without still LeBron. being offered to us by ESPN, so we're going to take it. Gotcha. We're going to grab it, but mm-hmm. wish we would have had that one on Tuesday. Thanks, Illini. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, thanks, Minnesota. They were the ones that caused all the problems. That's right. Uh, but uh, the first game uh, you can watch on TNT, so uh, you can watch the Bulls on national TV and <laughs> the Nets. The Nets, I'm sure they're glad to have that one. Uh, yeah. Bulls can't win against this Nets team that's like half of a team. Then they. I'm sure that the uh, boys on TNT will talk about nothing about the Nets. They'll talk no. about all about Kyrie and, and KB trade. So yep. no one on the Nets will be talked about really. No. So uh-uh. and then maybe LeBron will play in this one against uh, Giannis. See if he sets out though after oh, yeah. uh, breaking a record. So Bucks favored by eight points. Yeah, they think so it looks setting. like he. <laughs> it yeah. looks like the uh, betters and entertainment. 
looks like LeBron is going to sit mm-hmm. uh, there in anticipation. So, all right, uh, that's our run through for uh, basketball tonight. Uh, coming up in the uh, pod, uh, we got uh, World Baseball Classic stuff, NASCAR countdown continues, and maybe some more uh, trade deadline stuff. Yeah, and I was just going to say go have a pizza. It's National Pizza Day. Go have some pizza today. Ooh, mm, that gives me an idea for lunch uh-huh. now. But mm, that doesn't work into my diet, though. So make a diet pizza. Mm. Cauliflower crust. I'm saving my cheat day until this weekend, Eric. So uh, I got to cheat a little bit for the big game. So speaking of which, we'll talk more about that in the pod tomorrow. Exactly. That's what's called a a teaser in the business. So uh, we're done here on the terrestrial radio, but uh, we'll catch us more in the uh, pod. Coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry and more Kevin Durant talk coming up here on ESPN Radio. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Welcome to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. We're going to hit up some NHL stuff. We're going to hit up some World Baseball Classic stuff. And we're going to hit up some NASCAR stuff as well. Eric continues his countdown of top 75 moments for 75 years of NASCAR countdown to a Daytona. So that's all coming up on the way. Yep. And so, uh, first, before we get to any of that, is there anything that you wanted to clean up from SportsCenter? Yeah, the NFL commissioner is standing up for the league's official. Roger <laughs> Goodell said he doesn't believe that officiating the NFL has, quote, ever been better, end quote. Yeah. When speaking at his annual Super Bowl week news conference, Goodell went on to mention that with the amount of plays in a single season, referees, quote, are not perfect and officiating never will be, end quote. Travis, do you yeah, agree on that? Never, it's never been better. Never been better. No, I no. don't agree. Huh. Okay. With that. Ask Bengals fans about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, football is still in the future for DeMar Hamlin. That's according to Dr. Tom Mayer, who joined Sirius XM's Heart to Heart on Wednesday and said, quote, I guarantee you that DeMar Hamlin will play professional football again. End quote. Travis, what do you think? Mm. Yeah, I think he will. If he wants to, I don't know if he wants to. After yeah. going through something like that, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I would be comfortable to do it again. Sure, I mean, maybe if your doctors say it's all right, right. So, uh, 49ers rookie quarterback Brock Purdy is undergoing elbow surgery later this month. The ESPN reports that Purdy will have surgery to repair a torn UCL in his right elbow February 22nd. He injured it in the loss to the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Purdy is expected to recover in about six months, which will be in time for 49ers training camp. While the UCL injury is common one for baseball pitchers, Purdy won't undergo Tommy John surgery and is set to have a, quote, surgical UCL repair augmented with an internal brace. Whatever that means. Yeah, whatever that means. Um, 
my buddy Zion Williamson will not be playing in this year's NBA All-Star game. ESPN reports that the Pelicans forward will be reevaluated after the All-Star break and will remain sidelined. He's still recovering from that hamstring injury and hasn't played since getting injured. New Orleans lost to 76ers on January 2nd. Mm. He's played just 29 games this season after dealing with some other injuries earlier in the year. Zion, you are injury prone. Yeah, he definitely, definitely is. And, fi- person. and finally, Travis, I don't know if you saw this, but a high school basketball game Tuesday night in Oklahoma is getting some national attention as Weatherford beat Andarco with a final score of 4-2. to two. The stalling taxes used by Andarco and their head coach, Doug Schummert, is not sitting well with many the Andarco Arca- Ar- Ar- school superintendent points out in a statement that the coach felt that strategy gave them the best opportunity to win. Schumpert is in the Oklahoma Coaches Association Hall of Fame, winning several state championships. Many of those criticizing the game plan are now calling for a shot clock to be implemented, something the Oklahoma Secondary School Activities Association voted down in January. Yep, I did, and I mentioned that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about that, just such a, a crazy low score. Oh yeah, there. That's uh, it's insane. A four to two. Four to two is is ridiculous. I mean, imagine if you went to that game. Well, yeah, as a fan, and then imagine if you were a the, player. If you were the team that were playing against the team that was holding the ball the entire game, and then a Darko shoots a, a three pointer at the end of the game, and what yeah. if they would have made it? Yeah, they would have won it five to four. Yeah. Uh, and again, you know, the you feel bad for the players. Because, you know, that's not what they want to do. They don't want to sit around and stall all game and not do anything. No. They want to play. That's why they signed up to be in basketball. Mm-hmm. And if right. there's, you know, I, I don't know. I, I know nothing about these two teams. But if, you know, let's say there was a senior who's being recruited I'm not saying by a major school, but being recruited by maybe a JUCO or something like that, he's not going to show him this game. No. Look how well I can bounce the ball. We were told not to shoot. Yeah. Like, I don't think there was much bouncing going on. I think no. There was a lot of holding going on. <laughs> That's. I know that the other team, uh, what do you say, was Waterfield. Yeah. Uh, they were like 18-1 and one or something. Yeah. I don't know what Darko's record was. I but. don't know. It, that, that can't happen. That just can't happen. And we've we've heard, you know, we've heard some coaches around here say that that's a strategy entering the game. Yeah, I mean, the coach said they gave him the best strategy yeah. to win. He's a Hall of Fame coach, so it's not like he's, you know, some schmuck you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Won state titles. I guess right. sometimes, you know, you got to know when not to play, I guess. Which is mm-hmm. weird to say. Yeah. Yep, certainly a, a odd score. Yes. There the other day in Oklahoma. So, all right, uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, move on uh, to uh, the hockey world. Only two games uh, happened last night. The uh, Rangers, they beat the Canucks 4-3, to and the Stars beat the Wild 4-1. to And uh, that was it from last night. Slow night for a Wednesday. Uh, we also had a couple of games uh, tonight, uh, Flames and Red Wings, Sharks, Panthers, Kraken against the uh, Devils, uh, Edmonton against the Flyers, Colorado against the Lightning. That was actually going to be on ESPN uh, tonight. Uh, the Canucks, Islanders, and the Knights against the Wild. So Wild playing a back-to-back there for them. So that was it. That's your short little NHS segment for the day. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I noticed that their trade deadline is not for a little bit longer. I thought it was actually uh, coming up, but I think it's uh, still almost a month away. So still got a little bit more deciding there for their trade deadline. Anything else coming out of the NBA trade deadline to speak of? Nothing exciting. I didn't think so. So um, George Hill. Back with the Pacers. Yeah. And a second round pick. Hmm. Spent five seasons with the Pacers. Yeah, I remember George Hill. All right, yeah, he was with the Bucks. So Bucks making all sorts of moves. Getting Jay Crowder and then shipping off George Hill. Which may have been part of that. Again, that was a, a three way deal involving Indy. So that may be. Yeah, possibly. Kevin Love's heading to a buyout, possibly, with the Cavs. Kevin Love buyout. Eric Gordon may be traded today. Well, yeah, he definitely needs to get off the Rockets. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so that was a quick look at the uh, hockey world. Uh, let's take a quick look around uh, Major League Baseball as the uh, World Baseball Classic uh, rosters are going to be uh, finalized and they're going to be revealed uh, tonight. And uh, so uh, one thing that I didn't want to mention about the World Baseball Classic until it gets closer uh, was these rosters because uh, a lot of guys for the USA already said that they were committed uh, to playing uh, for the team. But, you know, how uh, this could be like I know it's about pride for your country, but it could be like the Pro Bowl almost like you say you're going to play. But then when it comes right down to it. Maybe you'll back out at the last second. Right. I think um, Trey Mancini ba- backed out at the last minute too. To he's gonna stay uh, with the Cubs uh, for spring training instead of doing the World Baseball Good. Classic. Um, of course, the uh, Cardinals are represented. Uh, uh, Goldschmidt is committed to the team. Arenado is uh, committed to the team, and uh, Adam Wainwright as well is gonna be uh, on the team uh, there. Some other players that are solidly in, Mike Trout, uh, Bryce Harper, but I think uh, Harper is recovering from surgery that he had in the offseason to uh, um, correct a thumb injury that I think that he was dealing with uh, last year. Mookie Betts is anticipated to be on the team. Trey Turner, uh, Tim Anderson, uh, Trevor Story possibly, but uh, he's injured. Uh, Pete Alonzo, the polar bear for the Mets, of course. Rilamuto and Will Smith, the uh, couple of catchers. Uh, They're also Schwarber's committed to the team as well. Some pitchers like Kershaw, Nestor Cortez, um, Mariel Kelly for the uh, Diamondbacks have uh, committed to play for uh, Team USA. Of course, you know, Shohei Otani is going to be there. Uh, Lars Newbar is going to be on uh, Team Japan as well. Uh, the tournament has expanded from 16 teams to 20 teams mm. this year and uh, will be uh, taking place in uh, cities like Miami, Phoenix, Tokyo, and uh, Taiwan. Uh, Team USA is in Pool C along with Canada, Colombia, and Mexico. And a pool play for them starts March 11th. And uh, this Pool C will be at the Arizona Diamondbacks Complex, Chase Field, and the semifinals and finals of the World Baseball Classic with uh, as long as the quarterfinals of Team USA's side of the bracket will be held at the Marlins uh, facility there in Miami. So get ready for it. A month away from the World Baseball Classic and the rosters revealed tonight. So Mm. 
We'll know which players will be representing uh, their country, and I keep saying this until they do it. I want some drop drop some merch already. I want a Team <laughs> USA hat. Uh, we need to do it with about a month away. So get it done. Maybe tonight is when they'll finally do it. The XFL dropped some uh, – everyone got a secondary logo. So we've already expanded, Eric. We went from, you know, not just primary logos. Now team uh, XFL teams have secondary logos now. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Battle Hawks, one, one of them looks interesting. The other one just uh, a different way to spell STL and kind of a different font. Right. Nothing really uh, special. So, yeah, that's all I saw there. In the merch world, hmm. don't think I'm gonna be picking up any of the secondary logo gear, though. So I'll take your word for it. <laughs> AXFL starting as soon as well. Yeah, a couple of weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. And of course, the big game on Sunday. You can hear it on 98.9 The Game. Yes, for sure. Big game and Eagles, Chiefs. We'll pick them tomorrow. And a special pick them and also uh, we got to look up some prop bets. I too. was planning on that, yes, and including Definitely. that in our pick them. Always got to do those prop bets. For I got to find some way to try and fall back into this. <laughs> Trying anything you can at this point. Do we want to mention the other special thing we're doing tomorrow? I mean, yeah, we're in the pod. Why All not? right. We're doing a fantasy draft tomorrow. Another fantasy draft. Super Bowl party foods. Mm-hmm. If you're hosting a Super Bowl party, what's your spread? Yep. What are you laying out? Mm-hmm. Now, I have a very, very sad thing to say. You ready for this, Travis? What? I've been to one Super Bowl party my whole life. <sighs> wow. That was the Bears-Colts Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's the only time I was ever, I've ever been invited or had, had people come over for the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How about that? Well, you know. As I get older, off I, I watch less and less of it. Hmm. The Super Bowl. Do you go to bed in the third quarter since it starts so late? I, Travis, last year, I don't think I even watched hardly any of it. I'll check out the highlights in the morning. Wow. But I, having a wife that doesn't care about sports, having a son that doesn't care about sports, now having more people in my house who don't care about sports, I'm outnumbered. <laughs> You are, yeah. <laughs> I'm outmanned. I can't win arguments for this. I get one night a week to decide what I want to watch on TV, and nine times out of ten, that night is already chosen. Mm-hmm. Right. So, the Super Bowl is one that I, I may watch some of it on my phone, mm-hmm. but I think it goes back to uh, you know being a fan of the Bears and you know part of my family being Cowboys fans. These just aren't teams I care about. Right. I mean, even casual fans that don't have horses in the race watch it. But they watch it at parties. They watch it with friends. Like, they go over to so. – it's an event. It really if is. you don't have anywhere to go and no one in your house cares, mm-hmm. it's really hard to get excited for it. Yeah, I guess it's true. When I was in college and I was living by myself, I watched it more because mm-hmm. I had nothing else to do. Sure. And I was just alone. Now – I would play video games in the meantime. Like, I'd, I'd tune in for a little bit, and then I'd go play some Madden, and then I'd come back, and I'd play some Madden. Like, it's just what I did. But mm. I cannot tell you the last Super Bowl I sat and watched the whole game through. Wow. 
It's crazy. And you have me on a sports show. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we thinking? I've never claimed to be the biggest NFL fan in the world. I, 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 I'm not. I like football, but I think I like college a little bit more than pros. Mm. That goes back to my argument about pros being paid too much money to play kids' game. That's a different story. Well, even these kids at the college level. I know now they're starting to get paid. Now, Everyone's making much. money. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. Stop it. Give it to police officers and firemen and teachers. Yes, they big shape ups. the young people. Yes, big ups to all of them for sure. I'm not saying that because my wife's a teacher, but <laughs> if she could pull in three point seven million for a four year contract, that'd be great. <laughs> We d- we wouldn't have a teacher shortage in America. Oh no, yes, no problem there. No, <laughs> I'd also go be a teacher. <laughs> right? Yeah. Instead, you know, guys like us, like well, guys like me, like love sports. Right. Uh, we go for a physical education teachers. Yes, absolutely. That's so. mm-hmm. the old saying: those those who can't do teach, and those who can't teach teach gym. Mm-hmm. So hmm. interesting. It's a teacher saying. Yeah, actually, no. It's a quote from Jack Black in the School of Rock. I, <laughs> I know, uh, I know some people that uh, turned out to be uh, PE teachers from uh, people that I knew from high school uh, and from college, and I'm like, those people are now shaping yes, young minds. They're molding the future of America. <laughs> I've seen these people do some things, hey. and it's like now they're teaching the youth. When I went to college okay. originally, and I don't even think you knew know this. My first semester at college, I was not going for radio. I was going to be a music teacher. Mm-hmm. And I realized I don't like kids, and I don't like telling people what to do. Mm-hmm. Now I have a house full of kids, and I am a manager where I have to tell people what to do. Exactly. I still ended up being in the same position, only yep. just in radio. Right. Yep. Exactly. So Follow your dreams. That's right. Don't give up on them. Shoot for the stars, kids. Have a backup plan. And that also helps <laughs> as well to have backup plans. My original plan plans. was I was going to be an actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I auditioned for an acting school and everything in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's a lot of people have kind of yeah. odd paths and yeah. they just don't go to one thing. They they yep. change what they want to be when they grow I up. I had an audition at 530 on a February morning in snow in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was not energetic enough for them during my audition. Well, you know, we, I think both of us first things I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be a professional wrestler, of course. Well, yeah. So I did, I did too. Then I wanted to be a professional mm-hmm. wrestler announcer. Yeah. Then I wanted to be an actor because I thought being an actor would get my way into professional wrestling. You know, I never, yeah, those do kind of go hand yeah. in hand, but yeah. I never really, um, now I'm older, of course, right. I would, right. wanted to be an announcer, but. I never had any really aspirations for announcing, really. Once I didn't become an actor. kind of like senior year in high school, yeah. and then it was too late to join the media class. See, so. I, I, it, was, it wasn't until I got to college where I was like, oh, my goodness, I've been doing this already my whole life. Like, ever since I was five and I was playing video games, I'd mute the sound, and I would announce the football or baseball or whatever game I was playing. I'd just announce it myself instead of having the audio on the game. So I'm like, mm. I've been doing this for years already. So at that point, I wanted to become a Cubs broadcaster. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go all the way. And then driving in downtown Chicago one time, realized I can't do this traffic every day. No <laughs> way. I'm done. No. Gave up on those dreams. And now yeah. I'm happy to call Cumberland Pirate Basketball. <laughs> Friday now night. I see. Cumberland takes on Arcola. 
I've been uh, <laughs> Chicago with you a couple of times yes. driving up there. So, uh, yeah, I could see why you wouldn't want to deal with that every uh, day. Every day, no. Yeah, no. That and the crime. It's like, no, I don't want to deal with this every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the pressure, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot more pressure to be the the radio voice of the Cubs, especially following in Pat Hughes' footsteps, Hall of Famer. Nah, yeah, that's exactly. a lot of pressure for someone. <laughs> it really is. I'd much rather be the Bears announcer. Yeah, not so much pressure. No, or the Colts. Although we yeah. like Matt Taylor. Hey, Matt. I was going to say, didn't uh, Matt take over for... Yeah, because someone said something bad on air. Oh, so let's... gotcha. <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> All right, we'll skip over that. So get ready for Colts football over on WCRA. Yeah, WCRA, Matt Taylor. <laughs> Matt Taylor. Maybe. <laughs> so, oh, man. All right, so... Uh, I don't have anything else, Alrighty. so uh, let's get to uh, Eric's NASCAR countdown of top 75 moments in NASCAR history, according to Eric. Top 75 moments in NASCAR history, according to Eric. That's right. I don't even have a bed. That's okay. I, I just made one up there. Uh, <laughs> that's just the intro. All right, so we're at number 34, Travis. Spingate. 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 2013, Federated Art of Parts 400 in Richmond, Virginia. It was the last race before the start of the chase. And Michael Waltrip Racing tried to manipulate the results. Clint Boyer spun out on purpose to help his teammate make the chase. Another one of their drivers, Brian Vickers, was told to pull onto pit road because it would help another driver gain a point. And NASCAR found out about it. And instead of kicking Martin Truex out of the playoffs because he himself didn't do anything, they find him, find his crew chief find the team, but then they added Jeff Gordon to the playoffs, so it made a 13-driver playoff instead of just 12 at the time. Mm. And people look back on that and go, that was a really, like, why keep the guy in there, take him out, if you want to replace him, fine, or just have 11 drivers. Yeah. Like, but it mm. was really, it was a really black eye um, huh. because they were on, uh, everyone gets monitored, like the radios. And so Clint Boyer's crew chief, as he's heading off to turn four, says, does your arm itch? Itch it. And then he spins out. And mm-hmm. Dale Jr., who was behind Clint Boyer, said it was the strangest thing he'd ever seen. He's just jerking the car back and forth. Just just the darndest thing Dale Jr. has ever seen. Mm-hmm. So they weren't very subtle about it. No. And with the driver who they had pit, they said pit now. And he's like, why? You have a flat tire. I do? Yeah, pit. So... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Spingate. Not, not good. Hmm. So interesting. Um, they weren't the only ones, but they were the the ones who got found out the worst. So hmm. it actually ended up shutting down um, Michael Walter Bracing, who was the one who was behind everything. Uh, they never won again. Raced for two more years, and then they were done. Uh, they lost Napa as a sponsor because of Spingate. Really? Uh, so yeah, very very big. So. Hmm. All right. Number 33, we're going to the 1996 Daytona 500 as Hendrick Motorsports finishes 1-2-3. First time that it ever happened where they'd finish 1-2-3. Happened at Daytona. Jeff Gordon won his first Daytona 500, but that's not what I remember that race for, Travis. No. I remember that race because Dale Earnhardt flipped on the backstretch, landed it, got out of the car, was getting in the ambulance, and as he's getting in the ambulance, he looks over at the car and says, I still got all four wheels on it. I'm driving it. And he drove and finished the race with a car that flipped over. 
Wow. It is one of the best things, and it's also one of the most sought-after uh, die-casts. It's one of the only die-casts they made of a wrecked car, was this Dale Earnhardt car, because he came in, and they taped the back end together, and mm. it how he made a lap, let alone, I think, the three that were left, was absolutely incredible. So... Uh, that's number 33. Number um, 32, we're going to the 2012 Fall Phoenix Race. This is where Jeff Gordon intentionally wrecked Clint Boyer. Clint Boyer was not happy about it. He ran all the way from the racetrack onto pit road into the garage area to chase down Jeff Gordon to try and get him some of Jeff Gordon. The crews got into it. He never got to Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon was hiding in the hauler, but uh, Clint Boyer made his voice heard, and it was one of the craziest things because they had a cameraman running with him like it was a handheld camera running with clint boyer it's one of the best videos i have seen so go check it out <laughs> number 31 we have the 2002 daytona 500 and this is remembered for sterling marlin being one of the dumbest drivers out there in the lead mm-hmm. he he spun out jeff gordon a caution came out just three laps to go i believe well they wanted to get a, a green flag finish so they red flagged the race. Yep. The cars are all stopped on the backstretch. And what does Sterling Marlin do? He unbuckles himself, gets out of the car, goes around to the fender, and pulls on it to get it away from the tire. It's a NASCAR rule. You cannot work on your car under a red flag. Mm-hmm. He was working on his right. car. He got penalized, moved to the back, yeah, did not win the Daytona 500. I definitely remember that one. It's one of the biggest bonehead moves in NASCAR. Like, right. why you thought that was a good idea. And he said that he saw Dale Earnhardt do it one time. No, Dale Earnhardt wiped his windshield off under a red flag. That's not quite the same thing. Pulling on a fender and wiping off your windshield. One's a safety hazard. If the driver can't see, that's not a good thing. Mm -hmm. No. So, Hmm. I'll always remember for that, Ward Burton gifted the Daytona 500. Because he he had to be – no one's ever asked him, I think – what were you thinking when you saw Sterling Marlin hop out of that car in front of you on the backstretch and start pulling on that? Well, like, what was going through your head? Right. Suddenly, you're the leader of the Daytona 500 with three laps to go. Mm-hmm. Like, crazy. Mm-hmm. And the final one. Don't get one, out of the car. Don't get out of the car. <sighs> Everyone wants to know, how did he unbuckle himself and put the window net down? Like, they have teams of guys who do that before the race, you know, because the, the window nets are so tight. How do he put that down? It's kind of like we talked about last year with Ryan Blaney. Yep, I remember that. How do he put it down? How do he unbuckle himself? Like, that's one of the great mysteries. Mm-hmm. The final one on this list is Elliot Sadler and his horrific wreck at Pocono. It's one of the craziest wrecks you've ever seen because you don't see it. It wasn't on camera. There was another wreck that was happening. And, you know, they're looking at this other wreck. And then they cut to this car, Travis where the engine is ripped out of the car hmm. and you have no idea where it came from. Like how it looked like a bomb went off mm-hmm. and you have no clue where this came from this car. And there's mm-hmm. one shot that you have of this accident. And basically what happened is he hit a guardrail that was a corner, like a, like a square. And he hit that full speed. And because there was nowhere to go, it just ripped the engine out, and it really bruised him. It is one of the most scary because you don't see it mm. accidents ever. Hmm. So, 
Ripped the whole engine. Ripped the whole engine out. Don't worry. Wow. Uh, we'll, we'll talk off air. See, here's the thing about this for everyone listening out there. If there's stuff that I think Travis needs to see, I will show him after the podcast. <laughs> and a lot of times it's like, oh, my goodness. But mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'll be showing Travis some of these after the podcast. So, But there mm-hmm. you go. That is uh, that is our 75. We'll do, we'll do five more uh, tomorrow. Five more tomorrow. All that'll right. take us up to uh, 25. Mm-hmm. We'll be in the top 25, Travis. Top 25. Five days left. We'll be in the top 25. Wow. So I'm getting closer and closer. Closer and closer. What is number one? What will be a number one? What will be number, 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 number one. There you go. So I'll have to dig up some sound effects for the top 10 or something. Uh, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think that will conclude it uh, for uh, today. So we're going to get on, getting on, and getting on out of here. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully we'll have uh, seeds by then for boys basketball postseason, and then uh, the schedules will come out later on Friday. But uh, hopefully we'll have the seeds for tomorrow to talk about on the show. So, And, of course, we'll be ramping up our uh, Super Bowl big game coverage as we got to talk about at least one day. Thanks yeah. for the NBA of dominating the headlines. I know, right? They're in Super Bowl week with LeBron breaking the record and KD being traded. But I think the NFL we'll is doing one. just fine. Yeah, we'll get one. They'll be back on their feet. And also, we got to talk about the uh, Illini basketball game coming up on uh, Saturday. So that's, right. that's all on the way to close out the week on a Friday. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. Enjoy the rest of your day, evening. We'll see you tomorrow and talk to you tomorrow. Peace out.